0: And welcome back! I hope you're as excited as I am for another episode of Good News, Positive Views. This is Sean Curry, your host, and this is episode 12. I want to start today's show with a quick apology. I had some unforeseen things come up that prevented me from publishing a show last week. The good news is, everything is back to normal now, and I'm sorry for missing, but I'm excited to be back this week. On today's show, we have a full slate of good news and positive views including racing with quintuplets, finishing the human genome, serving displaced weddings, and much, much more. But before we start, I ask everyone to click that like button and subscribe to Good News Positive Views. It only takes a second, but it has a great impact in helping me continue to get the word out about all the great things going on in the world. Thanks, everyone. Now, let's get to it. Our first story is entitled quintuplets won't slow this dad down the kemple family is not your ordinary family chad and amy have two older daughters ages seven and five and quintuplets yes you heard that right five children born at the same time all at the age of four with a family this large it can be difficult for them to keep up with their own health while keeping tabs on all seven children however the couple have found quite an extraordinary way to do so. Chad and Amy participate in long-distance competitions. In fact, this past month, Chad completed a half marathon in 2 hours and 19 minutes. A pretty impressive feat. But what's even more impressive is he was pushing his quintuplets along the way. The five children and stroller weigh 240 pounds, which is quite a haul to bring on such a long distance. At least Chad did not have to worry about motivation or fans. His children encouraged him, albeit in not the most supportive fashion, yelling, Run faster, Dad, and laughing as he was toiling along. But he also had his wife Amy alongside him on a bike, cheering him on and keeping his eyes on the prize. At one point, he turned to her in doubt, but Amy gave him the motivation needed to keep going. Another motivating aspect of this endeavor is that Chad ran with a sign saying, anything is possible. Chad shared he often says this phrase in that he hopes that this motivates his children and others to believe in themselves. Now, this may sound like quite a feat running that half marathon with all five kids, but it's not the craziest thing Chad's done. Chad actually ran a full marathon back in 2019 with his quintuplets in tow in only 5 hours and 31 minutes. And he didn't even stop at the end of the 26.2 miles. Chad continued until he reached a grand total of 27.3 miles, honoring his wife for carrying the children for 27 weeks and 3 days. It is nothing compared to what she went through but I wanted to pay tribute for her, he shared. Both of these long-distance feats have placed Chad in the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm not sure how many people will try to beat these quite impressive numbers. Now, one thing I'm not surprised by, though, to end this conversation, is that Chad doesn't doesn't plan to run any more marathons with these quintuplets. As These kids are getting older. They're getting heavier, too. And I can't really blame them. But, what a great story and theme we can all relate to. Anything is possible. Okay, our next story is entitled Human Genome Sequence Finally Completed. In October of 1990, the Human Genome Project was begun. This was an international project with a goal of determining the makeup of human DNA. And by April tw- 2003, The project was considered completed, however, only 85% of the genome was found. It took until this last month for the project to finally complete the entire human genome. But they did it! So why the long wait? Well, scientists say we didn't have the technology yet available to sequence these final bits Evan Eichler, a researcher on the project from the University of Washington, shared that the final bits are very, very important, as these are the genes that make us different as humans. These tough-to-find genes were in what's called the dark matter of the genome, whatever that means. In addition, we should understand how enormous the human genome is. 3.1 billion, with a B, base pairs. And amazingly, this entire strand is found in the nucleus of each of our body's millions of cells. Now, I'd previously thought we had already completed the full human genome, which apparently is not too uncommon. Eichler shared that his students even thought it was complete but this time they are really, really there. With this dark matter portion complete, scientists believe this will open the door to new medical discoveries in all kinds of health topics from aging to heart disease. A major portion found play a huge part in evolution and disease, and the most recent project corrected past errors that were present. As someone in the health-related field, I know that there's all kinds of genetic markers for various diseases. Finding these missing bits gives us a chance to identify these markers, find treatments to address them, and prevent previously thought to be chronic, deadly diseases. Way to go, science! Next up, burnin' rubber, givin' dinner. Martinsville Speedway is well known for its tight track, hard turns, and large roars at NASCAR events. However, this past week it was the center of another great event to serve the community. God's Pit Crew, a nonprofit response team who respond to national crises, set up shop at the Speedway in Ridgeway, Virginia, which is just past or just over the county line. Excuse me, just over the state line of North Carolina. The organization provides disaster relief, completes building projects, and sets up food and goods distribution sites in communities in need. Beginning way back in 1999, Randy and Terry Johnson, no, not Randy Johnson the big unit from the Diamondbacks, different guy, have traveled around the country to provide the basic necessities people need whenever disaster strikes. With their strong Christian faith, the organization is driven to serve others. The crew distributed more than 1000 boxes of non-perishable foods for the in need community. Boxes weighing in at 35 pounds included bread, canned goods, cereal, protein bars, a bible, and more. Julie Burnett, a program director for God's Pick Crew, shared, "We are grateful to be able to provide food boxes to those in need in our community." And the Ridgeway community is one of need. 30% of the community and nearly 20% of the Henry County Virginia community, which is the surrounding county of Ridgeway, live in poverty. So making ends meet can be difficult in this region. So having a service like this in a place like Martinsville Speedway is one great way to help ensure the community is able to thrive. And this is the third time the nonprofit has partnered with the Speedway and they show no signs of slowing down. Way to go! All right, we are on to our good deed of the week, entitled, Dolly Parton Gives Again. Dolly Parton, a country music hall of famer and living legend, is also well known for her charitable work. Well, her charity has struck again, albeit in the third person. Over the past couple weeks, numerous wildfires have struck through the state of Tennessee. These fires have left ashes in their wake, in addition to homes that have been lost, A major wedding venue was destroyed, leaving dozens of couples left without a place for their special day. Well, a former home that once belonged to her family have stepped up to the plate. They recently opened for weddings. Those who have lost their venue through May 1st have the ability to use the space to hold their wedding for free. The company, Red Top Destinations and Events, shared, we come together as a community and help one another out. And the beautiful estate is across the street from the famed Dolly Parton statue. The current owners have planned to make it into a wedding venue, but they've not yet completed the full transition. However, the opportunity to help the community sprung them to action. Cheers to Red Top, and I hope a couple special days are full of merriness and maybe a little Parton tune. okay we are on to our life tip of the week entitled just what is aphasia? so this past week you have heard a term in the news aphasia Hollywood superstar Bruce Willis came out this past week that unfortunately he had to retire from acting due to his diagnosis of aphasia now this was a term that I had never heard before and I quickly learned that many had also never heard the term so For today's life tip, I'm going to give a crash course on just what is this condition. Aphasia is a condition that affects your ability to communicate. So, when you're trying to talk with someone, you may struggle to find the right words, or one may think they're clearly explaining something, but in actuality they're speaking nonsensically. This occurs due to damage of the portions of the brain that's responsible for language. Uh, And a lot of this information I am getting from the National Institutes of Health website, and you can find it in our show notes for more information. Typically, aphasia occurs suddenly after a stroke or head injury, but it may also develop over time due to a brain tumor or progressive neurological disease. Most develop this condition in middle age or later. There's two main types named after the regions of the brain they impact. Wernicke's and Broca's aphasia. Wernicke's aphasia is also called fluent aphasia, where one will speak in full sentences, but these sentences may not have meaning, and they may include extra or made-up words. And those with this aphasia don't really realize that they're speaking incorrect. Broca's aphasia is non-fluent aphasia where they understand speech and they know what they want to say, but they may only be able to speak in short phrases, such as, walk dog, for I need to walk the dog. This also means, sadly, that they're aware of their struggles, which can make it quite frustrating. Now, aphasia occurs much more common than one may think. Nearly a million Americans currently have it, and 180,000 will develop it each year. The good news is that many can regain much of their communication abilities after a couple months post-surgery. However, many will also need a speech-language therapy to regain communication abilities, and some may never get 100% back. While I'm sure this is quite difficult news for the Willis family, This is also a great way to raise awareness to this difficult condition, and I'm hopeful that Bruce recovers and is able to enjoy his family life soon enough. Alright, we are at the end of today's episode. I hope everyone enjoyed the program and learned a lot. Researching these good deeds, positive outcomes, and important topics is broadening my horizons on what just is possible. And I'm trying to convey the best of the best to all of you. I ask anyone listening to drop a review to help spread the word about this podcast. I want to keep spreading this great news about all the things going on in our world. Thank you again. Please give me a like and share with your friends. Until next time, this is Sean Curry on Good News, Positive Views. Have a great week, everyone.